0: I finished watching the movie two minutes ago. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> At least you're I on. left myself two and a half hours, and you better pull just your weight with
1: some pull your weight with some Hitler jokes. Yeah,
2: seeing as it's, no, come on, Tim. Seeing as it's fresh in your mind, you should you should really be able to carry this episode Hello? of SETI Bimco 2 the revenge. I did see we're mm. big in Australia now. Yeah.
1: Thank, thank you, our Australian listeners.
2: Yeah, either they love Hitler jokes or...
1: <laughs> That's South America.
2: <laughs> but you know what? Well, I don't know. Australia is kind of... You know, That's Southern Hemisphere, too. I don't know. Um Although I'm wondering, like, we don't know exactly where they are in Australia, do they? So I'm wondering if it's, like, 42 university students all in the same program. And it's, like, they're doing, like, media studies. And we're the example of, like, what not to do. (laughs) You know, it's, like, do not. If you get into production, this is what you should not do. Which I think we could work to our (laughs) advantage. We could, like, be so bad. We could, like, have this cult following. We could be, like... Ed Wood's oh, well. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Like, they will be playing Seti Vimco decades from now,
1: you know. I think that would be right. awesome. Or it's a cult. It's all our fans are in one cult that they have yeah, to listen to. Yeah, there you go. That's part of their regimen. <laughs> oh. they're, they're
0: brainwashing. And so One of Us is maybe like the Antichrist for them? The
1: Maybe. Let me get to the song so I can introduce the show. Well, I can start the show with a joke. I like the way... Yeah kevin cablasto did that last week let me start that to go into the song all right let's what, oh, let's what hear it <laughs> what kind of greeting does the priest get from its dog it licks his balls jeez <laughs> is that right what kind of greeting does the priest get from his dog no he gets a catholic a catholic oh, on his balls that sucks
0: that oh, totally ten. sucks
1: <laughs> It's SETI BIMCO Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge
2: sequels that nobody wanted. This time, we're getting personal. Send us your credit card numbers.
1: Hey, it's the SETI BIMCO. I have a question. So, I mean, <laughs> SETI <you>? BIMCO <laughs> Part 2, The Revenge. The show that daydreams about revenge sequels that were never made. Were never made. Now you can ask me.
0: Uh, are you making these jokes up, Tim, or are these jokes that you found in like an old book? I wrote that one.
1: It's good. I wrote so we've we'll seen
0: we'll see this in the pages of the New Yorker. Assume, let me let me read uh, you oh, one okay. I read oh, on. Okay. I, I, oh, like, I, I like
1: it. I like this one. I uh, so a priest walks into a bar and he looks at the ugly walls and says to the bartender, "My son, you must repaint."
0: Oh my lord! <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> I did write that one. That's AI. <laughs>
2: Speaking yeah. of Australia, <laughs> let's let's get let's 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 you know make a real sharp turn here. Speaking of Australia, you know Queen Elizabeth yeah. was on the five dollar bill in Australia, and they're not going to put Charles on it.
1: Ooh, yeah. How That'd,
2: come? Uh, they're going to put an Aboriginal person on there. I think they're I there's a yeah. big Republican movement down there, and uh, I think I don't know. You know, there's not quite the the link Republican. to England there once was. And like many countries in the world, Canada, Canada's questioning the monarchy now. Because back at... was a time, fucking time. There, well, there and was a time where the majority of... People in Canada were of English descent, so they felt a connection Whoa. to the monarchy. And now yeah. they're much more—Tim, I'm finishing my point here, if you would— I know. Just let me <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Mr. Note, car, all cartoon boy here, start so cut me off before I can finish my thought. Go. He's now you. I've totally <laughs> forgotten my thought. Never mind. I don't really even have a
1: point. <laughs> you said Canada was question, questioning the
2: monarchy. No, well, Canada is getting much more diverse now. Yeah, They're still going to keep Charles on the coins in Australia, apparently, but they're just not going to put him on the $5 bill anymore. Yeah. Is he pissed? Canada. I don't know. You know what? I think he just, I don't think he really wanted this job. I think he really enjoyed just being Prince of Wales more than he, Right. you know, he got to have an opinion. He got to pursue his environmental things and.
0: Oh, no wait. And Prince
2: Charles, or King Charles, I guess, if you're listening, write a letter to
0: us here at SETI BIMCO. Seti Bimco, Bimco, BIMCO with an E at the end. Yes. Tell us what you think. Say who's got the best revenge fantasy. What do you think about Tim's incessant bringing up of the <laughs> villain of the 20th century? What do you think about all these things? Let us know, King Charles. Let me get other
1: business out of the way. All right. Sorry, that's a bad segue. But yeah, it was terrible. I'm picking the wild card question because we watch Ooh, a movie. Card. Every week, and we say to ourselves, what character from this movie would be most likely to, can I pick it out of a jar? Ooh, most likely to be on the cover of Playgirl or Playboy. Ooh. Ooh. uh, (laughs) wow. John's already sad.
2: No. Well, no. (laughs) No, I got something, but I mean, it's not, I don't know how funny it is.
1: I was gonna say Canada. You got something puts, you don't um... like.
0: It. You know, we have we have time to change. You don't have to go with that first impulse. Yes, I do.
1: Oh, are Tim, you talking about John. Sorry, I got distracted. I was talking
0: to I, Tim. I know, I know that you're a man completely driven by impulse. Me drives like there's no way to to stop you from doing
1: something. <laughs>
2: is that my siren again? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, Tim. Are you? Do you live near a hospital? I'm asking a serious question. I do. Here. I do. Okay, that's, okay. Do. That's what it is then. Okay. <laughs> You also
0: commit a lot of crimes, though. Yeah,
2: that's by true. he's coming the hospital. Okay, okay, well, that explains it then. No, no, that's fine.
1: Every other day I run into a person who's like, I just got released from the hospital, uh, I just need five dollars to get a taxi to go home. Could you give me five dollars for my taxi to go home? And then the I see hell, that. same where the person hell are they next going week? down the street? I mean, shoot, yeah, you could five dollars five dollars you could walk you could walk
2: to wherever five dollars is and get you in the cab and you'd be there no, twenty John. minutes before you flag <laughs> down a cab. What kind of lame ass I'd be like, Look, well, you're a fucking liar here. Here's
1: the here's the five dollars just for being so fucking <laughs> creative. <laughs> No, I know they're lying <laughs> because I see them next week and the week after, same person. Maybe they just yeah. get
2: hospitalized a lot. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I did have to correct a homeless person. I don't know why. Normally, I'm just like, like normally, oh, I'll geez. give them a buck or if I have any change in my pocket. But I, but they they told me a story, and you know what? You're going to ask me for specifics now. I don't have it on the tip of my brain. But they told me a story one week that was a total one eighty contradiction of what they told me the week before. And right. I, I called him out. I'm like, well, you told me last week that, you know, it wasn't your son who had cancer. It was your daughter who had, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, look, just say just, I, I need a dollar. You don't have to come up with the story anymore. So I just gave him a dollar. Oh. What was their reaction to that? Were they like appreciative that you paid so much I attention did, you know what, to I the story? I didn't really stick around until like because, you know, they might have gotten angry. I think they were just sort of I don't think they knew what to say. That somebody yeah. actually called them out. Because I think, gosh, and here I am. I'm broad, I, I always say don't paint with broad strokes. But I think all that a lot of bad. homeless people are um, relying on people's discomfort. Mm, Do you sure. know what I'm saying? Or maybe sometimes even fear. That they won't yeah. say anything, and they'll just give them the money, or they'll just walk away and not make a scene. And I didn't make a scene, but I just called them like, look, dude, you told me the exact opposite story last week. What the hell is it? Mm-hmm. I said, "Here, here's That's a, interesting, yeah. I said, Here, here's a buck, but, you know, just say, hey, you got a buck. You don't need to give me a story. Here's $5. You be honest with me, and I'll be honest with you. If I have a buck, I'll give you the buck. If I don't have the buck, I'll say, hey, man, I don't have a buck on me, and I'll walk away. See if he'll clean your yeah. gravestone for a buck you got to clean every week. No, this was uh, <laughs> this was this was not around here.
1: Oh.
0: I think fear and discomfort is what also drives most of our audience to listen. So I'm going to assume that we are the official podcast of unhoused people. <laughs> I'm telling
2: you that we got to shorten these up because their batteries are going to their battery on their phone <laughs> is going to wear out. They must have like.
0: They must have really good batteries in the homeless camps in Australia, hence our... They must. The leader- I'm telling
2: there. you, we're part of a media I, We are being made so much fun of in Australian <laughs> higher learning right now.
0: Can I tell you a true story about the way like schools work in Australia? A true sure. story. So, yeah, I was contacted a while ago by some official government entity of Australia mm-hmm. wanting to give me quite a bit of money because someone used photocopies of one of my books in a school. Oh, and like Australia, like actually was going out of its way, like hunting me down, like and I ignored this so many times because I figured it was a scam. Yeah, and I even like my agent like looked into. it. She's like, no, this actually seems to be real. Like they wanted to give me like a big wad of money just because someone there used my books in a classroom. What did not like? I don't I don't think it was like at a fancy level. Right. I think it's just like they're like, well, yeah, like well. We have to pay this person, which is so like did, amazing.
1: Did they contact the publisher? So. Or did you get the money?
0: Uh, they contacted my publisher. They contacted my agent. They contacted me. I really did a good job of not responding. I wonder, if, I, to wonder it was,
1: the I
2: wonder if it was. You think it was one of the graphic novels? You think it? I wonder if it was the Vander Bogart. Yep. The Vander Bogart uh, graphic novel. You know, the first? No, it was specific. It was
0: yeah, that would make sense. It was Hera,
2: my oh, really? uh, third oh, okay. book of Olympians. Oh, it okay. was oh,
0: okay. Yeah, it 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 was very official once I finally looked at this thing. Hmm. So I don't know. Australia seems pretty cool. Yeah. I know there are a bunch of marsupials and they have didgeridoos <laughs> and dingoes everywhere,
2: but yeah. they treat artists right. Yeah. But what if yep. they like sent you yep. like a bunch of checks that were like only worth a few dollars? Remember that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry kept getting those checks sent to him in yen, but they were only worth like you know five, ten dollars. Do you remember this episode? And he had to sign all the checks, and he like his hands were cramping up. Oh anyway, I guess you just never mind. Anyway,
1: I only watch reruns of mod, John.
2: It's probably true. <laughs>
1: right. I just have a
2: little oh, post- Oh Tim's
1: script. got something. Oh, little, oh, Tim Tim's got a little postcript. To last week. So last week, uh-huh. we watched uh-huh. She Devils on Wheels. Uh-huh. The worst, worst garbage
0: garbage movie.
1: And we had Kevin Cablasto here as a guest. And it was April Fool's. And while he was recording with us, we, we uh, upper decked his, his toilet and everything as a joke. <laughs> it's fun having him here. And this went by very fast. John, I mean, George pointed out that one of the Girls in the biker gang in the movie was called Supergirl, and that yes. was in the editing. I heard that and I checked it, and that's true. And John and I watched I don't an older Herschel Gordon Lewis. This is a man who made a lot of schlock movies. We watched one of his other movies called Just for the Hell of It, mm-hmm. and I went back and checked because I remember this. And I turned on the uh, captions. The, there's a scene in the bar where the guy rips this girl's sweater, and she's like, "Hey, what'd you do?" And then she she looks at her rip and says the bra they didn't even mention my super my supergirl bra and i'm thinking does he have a supergirl fetish or is he a fan and uh so i can see if i can pay someone to watch all those movies and find out because i'm not gonna
2: well the supergirl yeah Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: so that's all i just wanted uh, to Well, Yesterday, okay, that's So, we don't have time to uh, talk about the movie this week. Anyway, so what's on next week, Tim? Yeah, the revenge <laughs> sequel is Me Take Your and Tim.
1: So, John picked
2: this movie. I did pick this oh, movie. I mean, you have, to, you have to talk us through it then, John. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Until uh, it's, <laughs> it's called Look What's Happened to Rosemary's Baby. Um, it's a 1976 American made for television horror film. And a sequel to Roman Polanski's 1968 film *Rosemary's Baby*. Um, the only original person from the only person from the original movie is Ruth Gordon, who plays yep, Minnie Casse. That she won she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for *Rosemary's Baby*. Wait, really? Really? Wow. So there's, Man, there's, I couldn't decide if she was awesome or terrible in this movie. They just kind of put her, <laughs> and she just like basically had like a lot of one line zingers. I thought I didn't think yeah. she yeah. was. Yeah, they they, they, see, they really should have. But then, of course, I'm thinking at this point. I don't know how old Ruth Gordon must have been. She had to have been pushing eighty. So maybe she yeah. couldn't like you know. She's probably going to do a lot of physical scenes. So basically, she just kind of show up, give a line. I'm guessing. Maybe
1: I don't know. Did you even know this existed, George? Because I didn't even realize.
0: I don't. I think I knew in some distant recess of my brain that there was some sort of sequel to Rosemary's baby, but I maybe knew
2: more about the book. Well, oh, Son of Rosemary. I was going to say, this is not to be confused with yeah. the actual novel, 1997 novel by IR 11 called 97. It was that late. Oops. Yeah. It was actually IR Levin's oh, wow. last novel, which uh-huh. it got totally panned by the critics. Um, <sighs> Man. it was it was it wasn't really it wasn't really that
1: you yeah, know, it wasn't inter- it, was it, was it, it, was,
2: it wasn't it wasn't the level it's, of ira 11 you know he just is he buried know. in auburn He is not buried in auburn no it's at least not that i'm aware of I'll his name's there. not murphy only people named murphy are born in auburn. <laughs> buried in auburn actually it's walsh wasn't it walsh 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 oh
1: <laughs> i don't know irish <laughs> names man Making references to past episodes. I don't think a lot of people know about this movie because it came out in 1976, and that was one year after the Pet Rock fad, and everybody was busy throwing out their (laughs) their Pet Rocks.
2: Well, it was. It was the ABC Friday Night movie on October Uh 29th, 1976. So it was shown on Halloween weekend. Halloween? Oh, my God. Yes, And in a little... um, Just a little uh, casting trivia from the original movie. Um, Three actresses that were considered for Rosemary in the original Rosemary's Baby, which, of course, eventually went to Mia Farrow. Mm -hmm. Or Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda would have made a good Rosemary. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. Goldie Hawn. Eh, I don't Mm -hmm. think Goldie Hawn. I don't know. maybe, Maybe she would have surprised us all. I don't know. Maybe Goldie Hawn would have been the great, like, antithesis of the horror or something. I don't know. And the other person considered for the role of Rosemary was Patty Duke, Uh who plays Rosemary in this this movie movie. as Patty Duke Aston. And, you know, Patty Duke really wanted that role in Rosemary's baby really, really badly. In fact, the year before she had done Valley of the Dolls, based on the novel by Miss Jacqueline Suzanne, in which she starred with Sharon Tate who oh. was Roman Polanski's wife. Well, when they were doing yeah. *Rosemary's baby, his fiance. And Patty really wanted, Patty really wanted this. And she calls Sharon. And she said, Sharon, come on, put in a good word for Roman for me. Please, please, please. And Sharon Tate says, Patty, I'll do the best I can. And then about a month later, Sharon calls her back. She's like, Patty, they're going with Mia Farrow. I'm so sorry they're not interested in you. And Patty said to Sharon, "Sharon, I could stab you multiple times," and hung up the phone on her and never spoke to her again. Wow! So, you're, yeah. if
0: I'm understanding this, you know, nobody really knows every single person that was
2: part of the Charles Manson family. Uh, no, we can't say anything. No, that would be libel, George. That would be libel if we but... said that Patty Duke was at. Wow. One zero zero five Sherras Cielo Drive on the night of August eighth into the morning of August 9th, nineteen sixty nine, that would be liable and we could probably be sued by Patty Duke to say so we are not gonna yeah. say that.
0: Hmm. We're just gonna... Let's go
2: for another libelous
0: route then. So Patty Duke Aston, married to John Aston, yes, aka yes. Gomez from the original
2: um, Adams family. Right. And She's playing also played... Rosemary in this and who also played Riddler when Frank Gorshin was not available for a couple episodes mm. of the Adam? west yeah cuz he was at John Wayne Gacy's house we can't say that right but <laughs> um
0: yeah so John Aston is the father and you know of uh Sean Aston uh from the Goonies the adoptive father yeah okay but i'm saying we're talking here what we're dealing with here is is he there some sort of a
2: yeah he's the adoptive father well patty huh. duke had it narrowed down patty duke had it narrowed down to four <laughs> men who could have been the father Wow. Before Daddy DNA, this she turned down to four men. At the time, she <laughs> no was way. married for I think like nine days to this guy, and later uh, Originally, uh, one of the contenders was Desi Arnaz Jr. Um, oh wow! Yeah, um, and in the well, end, with DNA, here's my theory. With in the end, with DNA, DNA, DNA testing, <laughs> DNA. They, it was determined that yes. The man she was married to for nine days was, in fact, the father of Sean. Asson. I think
1: and he was at, it was that. It was that, with a DNA. Oh, you're going to ask? Well, are you doing an English
2: accent? You're going to? He's, he's, trying, trying, doing a a fucking he's trying, trying to do an Australian
1: accent. Oh
2: God! Her down well, here's my face. whole theory about this. Don't, don't do it, Tim. Don't do it, Tim. Don't do
0: it. Um, I think that Sean Astin's real dad is Satan because she played
1: Rosemary. Yeah, let's, I think it
0: explains a lot about his acting career. It's going to pass
1: the beginning of the movie. Okay. because there were Nazi, Nazi helmets, George. I can't help it. They were there. Oh,
2: I noticed that too. That's not why I picked this movie. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I did not notice. And there, there were, were swastikas where. on you know, the wall of the nursery. Swastikas on the wall. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't. Know. Well, George, if, right. you, if you had given Open if you had given yourself more than two and a half hours before airtime <laughs> to watch the movie, you may have had the time to notice these things. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking down to you. I
1: appreciate
0: you being here every week. I really do. Here's the part that I did notice that they actually, they, I don't, I, it's been years since I've seen the original Rosemary's baby, which I think was a real mistake. Cause this movie really assumes you know that movie. Cause I was lost a lot.
2: Right.
1: Oh.
0: And of course that movie very famously closes with the lines with like, what did you do to his eyes when yeah. she sees her baby the first time? I'm excited. I'm like, yes, we're finally seeing what this guy's fucked up eyes look like. No, man, this kid's just got normal. And they even play it <laughs> in the beginning. They fucking play, yeah. I guess, an audio recreation. Yeah, about- a little bit tweaked. Yeah,
2: with Patty like, like, so oh, He's got his
0: father's eyes, and yeah, it's Patty Dukey doing it. Right. And then uh, he, his eyes, <laughs> he's just got normal blue eyes, and I, I've never been so disappointed.
2: Well, also you think yeah, they do uh, go red a couple of times. Also, you think about this. This TV movie came out eight years after the original, so probably a lot more people yeah. would remember the original in 1976 yeah. than they would in yeah, 2023. Yeah. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know yeah, what. Probably. I don't know. You know, George. To be honest with you, I don't quite know what the producers were banking on on this <laughs> on this movie. George, George dude, why
0: was it a TV movie? I I would like to. did anybody figure that out. Like, why did this? 'Cause Rosemary's Baby was a big movie, right? Yeah, yeah big movie, well, big novel. And, yeah, and then they wait like they sit on this thing for like eight years and then they do a TV movie.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they saying? just maybe they just couldn't get a big studio to back it and distribute it. I mean they uh. I think I think probably what they do is they took a look at the script and said, We're not gonna spend all this money. People are not gonna flock to movie theaters to see this movie no. let's just show it on tv at the time I think, on at the time TV. you're only competing with two other channels that's true you probably stand over at least at least before you air
1: you know you've Can got sponsors, sponsors and you're movie. making money off of it you know so that was probably this that's one probably had tina tina louise ginger from Gil- gilgan's island and ray ray who, I-
2: ginger yeah Tina Louise,
1: who could not
2: <laughs> be bothered to do the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. I was excited to see her, her in she this. She like, do this. I was like, I, do I feel like
0: this is a famous person. I couldn't place who it was. And I had to look it up. I was uh-huh. like, oh shit, it's Ginger.
2: Yeah, Ginger. She was also in the uh, original uh, wow. movie of the Starfleet right. Wives. Another Irish. one. She was Somewhere. good. She unfortunately just disappears from the movie. Yeah, but so, this movie yeah. didn't yeah, have so anything right, uh, like
0: along the lines of what I would call a linear plot
2: yeah well well and that's why every, I think that's why they tell everyone a special star know did you notice that in the beginning oh my god it's a special meal. Yeah, because you fast forward <laughs> to the credits because you're like oh my god we're recording in two and a half hours I gotta get through this movie John I'm, yeah, I need w- to you w- w- is that okay w- what
1: what I'll, I'll just talk about the son of Satan it reminds me of a few weeks ago when we talked about Jesus Let's oh yeah up. I was just daydreaming about daydreaming about it.
2: So, you know, they used to have like those big, like those big Barbie heads, and the girls could, the girls, you know, it was just the head, and the girls could like yeah. style yeah. the hair. You get one of those big heads of Jesus, and then you get, geez, <laughs> the crown. And you get the crown of thorns. And you stick <laughs> that on, and then when you do that, like the blood starts <laughs> dripping down the face. That would be cool. Don't get any. What of if this instead thing? of
0: just putting the crown? In,
2: Okay, <laughs> any of this out.
0: What if it's like, what if it's like a chia pet, but instead of growing like a mossy green plant life, it grows actual thorns. Oh,
2: there's an idea. So you have an
0: agonized Jesus head and like it actually grows spike. <laughs>
1: man, we're going to be canceled. We are going to be rich, I tell you. R-I-C-H rich. <laughs> I like John's head idea, but I think John's head should, well, I mean, it should also scream when you put the the, throat, the crown of thorns on it.
2: No, there's a little recording of voice that says, forgive them, oh. Father, they know mm-hmm. not what they do. Every time you put, every time you put, it's like Baby Alive or something. Every time you put the crown on, you know, the blood starts oozing down the face and the voice I think- says, forgive them, Father. They-. Or like any, any quotes from, like six, six different quotes that so he said while well, he was right. hanging on the cross. What else does he say? I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't believe in that. He shit. Says, he How about that this? A... Uh,
2: like, I got a scratch on the left
0: side of my nose. No, no, not there. A little bit lower. <laughs> How about that there's one?
1: The, there's the two guys that hang with him, and he says, you'll be in heaven with me today. You know, you're, you're, you're freaking. But not you. I not about you, about guys. Did I talk about this with John? Or did I cut it out? You did not talk about this with me because oh, I would have glazed over. Right Jesus on over. the cross, and he forgives the two guys hanging with him. And he doesn't even ask what they did. And I think I asked John, or did I ask you, George? Like, what if, what if he was a child <laughs> molester? Would people, would what people be like, like
2: hmm, "I'm a child, I'm child cannibal, I eat, I
1: eat babies." Yeah, or he kills babies or puppies. I think people but, would. Be like,
2: hmm,
1: I don't know.
0: I, that's the basic tenet of Catholicism. Though I you know. can do anything you want. I'm, I'm so afraid to mention this name because you bring him I'm up all the time and, time, and it's become a sickness for you. But the great villain of the 20th century himself could be like, "I'm sorry, I engineered the Holocaust." And if he prayed and was truly repentant at the end of his life, Jesus is like, well, yeah. I guess you got to go into heaven. Yeah. But this guy who wasn't sorry about his parking yeah. ticket, he burns
2: yeah. in hell. Right. Yeah, it's rough. So, yeah, I mean, if if you if you're gonna follow follow the,
1: uh, I
2: don't uh, anyway. The logic I don't even what the logic is yeah, but two, Jesus,
1: Jesus two, got to heaven, two. and that guy he forgave. He's like, hey, and he's and he's like, what were you? He says, what were your sins anyway? And he's like, oh, I liked. Like just crushing puppies and kittens, Jesus would be like, oh, Jesus, yeah. Buddy, why'd I forgive him? Yeah. <sighs> oh, could you make this? And then Jesus, said, and then Jesus, Jesus said, "Jesus Christ, yes. what the hell is <laughs> Jesus
2: me? What is going on here? <laughs> me Christ, me Christ, Tim, <laughs>
1: Tim, I think this <laughs> is a- so. Anyway, I, I, that was just you know we talked about Jesus dying on the cross and the crowns. And everything. So that was pretty good, right, John? Yeah, sure. Go, go go back to talking about son of the, the <laughs> Rosemary's what? Baby. What so happened the, to that baby? Oh yeah, then Rosemary's
2: Baby. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. What? Well, look what's happened to Rosemary's Baby. What am I talking about, Rosemary's Baby? Okay. So right. anyway, Pat, so they keep call, they keep calling the baby Adrian. Do it. and and Rose. I keep yeah. wanting to say Patty Duke Aston. No, I'll, see, I'll just say Patty Duke Aston because she's not really Rosemary. This. So Patty Duke Aston. Well, she's in oh, the book of Rosemary. Should we mention that? She's like, his name is Andrew. His name's not Adrian. It's Andrew. And she's like even whispering to him, your name is really Andrew. So she escapes from the the house of the estate where the coven is staying. And she tries to find refuge in a synagogue slash storefront. And there's this big smoke. I I think it was just, I think it was just, um, I just assume that's Sabbath. how the movies. I think made. it was just like Jews they were praying on the Sabbath in
0: churches, in synagogues.
2: That I was happy to see
0: that, though, because I, I feel know. like it's always bothered me. Like in vampire lore, for instance, where like you always see people like whipping out crosses to fight the vampires. You never see somebody wing a Star of David like a shuriken at somebody, and I'm like, never yeah, that's right. David, I don't know, George. it's the word of God, the house of God. Yeah, let yeah. the
2: synagogue work too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, okay, that that's always been my argument. Like these people wearing crucifixes. And I'm like, if Jesus comes <laughs> back, do you really think he wants to see crucifixes? I'm just saying, you know what I mean? You know, call me crazy. I mean, he'd be like, what the fuck are you? What the fuck are you twisted people <laughs> when, doing to me here putting up all these crucifixes? He'd be more receptive to his, he'd be more receptive. I mean, he Jewish, fuck. he'd be more receptive to a Star of David. <laughs> I don't really – oh, I guess they must get on a bus because later they're on a bus. So somehow they get out of this town. And the next morning, um, Guy, who is Rosemary's husband, Guy Woodhouse, in this movie, not played by John Cassavetes but played by George Maharis, is now a famous movie star. And you know what, George? You're absolutely right. You would have to really kind of know the first movie to get the second movie. Anyway, the premise I of the first look this movie, part up, the whole reason why <laughs> the whole reason why Rosemary becomes the mother of Satan is because Guy, her husband, makes basically a Faustian deal. Yeah, yeah, and an he wants to advance his acting career. So the actor for whom he's understudying him on this Broadway play suddenly goes blind. Yeah. That was a reference. Okay, they mentioned that.
0: I'm like, that's yeah. got to be something yeah. that happened in the first well, one. Well, because you know,
2: there's a there's this one scene where Roman and uh, Roman and uh, Minnie call Guy in Los Angeles, and they say something like, "Boy, you've you got those York New York guys. You've got those new guys. I hate to see what that Los Angeles son would do to it." And all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, like, yeah. well, then the eye you, you said the kids' <laughs> eyes weren't weird, but boy, his eyes started going weird. And did he look like so, he was it,
1: melting? Did he look like he was melting? That was probably Did the you acid. Notice? You took he, was, to he was slathered with either sweat or suntan lotion. Probably oil. I know, I know George. Oh, he
0: was glistening yes. before that. Like when we first met that guy, they weirdly zoomed in on his hairless chest and like <laughs> he was clearly slathered in baby oil. I'm like, right. why are we this is a weird view.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well he had just gotten apart on an episode of Maud, you know, because of his Faustian deal. <laughs> part of the deal, yes, <laughs> you know. Part of the deal. <laughs> Guy Woodhouse would win three Oscars, but he also have to
2: be a guest star <laughs> in a B. Arthur vehicle every other season. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. And, oh, oh, oh nope. and your, and, and your wife will give birth to the son of Satan, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, um, right, yeah. <laughs> but, um,
1: so, Mary so, anyways, so he,
2: they tell him that, you know, they're missing and they're probably looking for, they're, they're probably going to come out to LA to find refuge with him. And Rosemary does make a call to Guy while Adrian's playing with his car and that scene was pretty cool actually, where she's like, I'll kill him. Yeah.
0: And she's like, she's like, basically like, yeah, yeah she's, going, she's, she's going, down, she's I going
2: off the him. deep end. Poor Rosemary. She's going yeah, off she the deep end. So she says leave $5,000 at 10 different locations, care of Jenner delivery. I'll get one of them at least. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so anyway, but, the kid, the, while she's on the phone with Guy, these kids are trying to steal Andrew or Adrian, whatever you want to call him, trying yes. to steal his car. And he basically uses his powers. He doesn't kill them. And, but he mm. like basically takes them out. Like, you know, like they're not injured, but yes. he like, you know, basically whoops their ass. His,
0: his power, we should mention, is he, he gets like his eyes do glow red, which is maybe a reference to his eyes. And he seems to be pretty strong. That's really the only things he ever really does. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Like he punches people, and they—they they do. The special effects are very six million dollar man, mm-hmm. like slow oh, yeah, motion. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, I yeah. get it. I yeah, get it's it. It's good stuff. Yeah, great stuff. And uh, best movie I've ever seen, maybe. So basically, and this is where we. this is where Tina Louise, aka Ginger from Gilligan's Island, aka margine in this movie. She's a sex worker, and she has a little like camper trailer behind the
1: bus stop and excuse me John they call her a two-bit hooker two-bit hooker that's is not the writes. PC t- <laughs> that's what they call her It changes from week Tim, to week. Tim, Okay, Tim is Sorry, very so this two-bit
2: hooker named Marjean <laughs> you know it says hide out in my trailer and this is yep. where you kind of start realizing that Marjean's in on it because she comes back and tells Rosemary that he killed the boys when yeah, nothing yeah. actually happened to him that he broke their necks yeah. Can I interrupt? You may, George. Of course. Now, my theory was
0: when she walks over to see because, like, the, like Adrian beats up the kids, and um, Patty Duke runs with Adrian back into the sex worker ladies' trailer, and she's like, "Please go see if they're okay." And so the se- and so Ginger from Ginger from Gilligan's Island goes and looks, and she sees what's happening. Here is nobody's hurt here, but she walks over to the phone. Mm-hmm.
1: Hears, oh. Did they put a spell on her? That's what I, I wasn't was sure. She... I think so.
0: Because then there was the weird line where the old lady's like, Oh, wait, she, what's she doing for us? And they're like, She's a two bit whore. Want, who do you want her to be? I think they took control of her brain. Yeah.
2: Well, probably. And then, of course, jumping ahead, she does get something out of the deal in the next mm-hmm. chapter of the movie. She's no longer living in oh, trouble. I missed that. She's no, oh, I guess she's so, yeah. no longer living in a trailer in the next chapter. Yeah. And she offers or on a deserted island. She's right. Not there exactly. Either. And uh, course, she is course, she, for never, she never does get to meet the Harlem Globetrotters. But no. <laughs> but um, so anyway, I'm just like, by oh, the way, for 50 bucks, I'll get you on a bus heading north. And the bus comes. We're going to end this chapter now, Tim. The bus comes. It gets on. Nobody's driving the bus. Rosemary gets no. on. The doors close. And it just drives off with Patty Duke-Aston banging on the back window, calling out for Andrew. And that's the last you see of Rosemary. Yes. Well, weirdly, we were, we ride with her for a little bit,
0: where she slowly walks up the bus. Yeah, yeah. And she sees there's nobody on. She pulls the curtain aside with the driver but be. He's not there and screams. And I... Couldn't fucking believe that. that. I mean, she's one of the titular characters. That's how we fucking see her off.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, well, that. But no, it's not. Rosemary's not the titular character. Rosemary's baby is the titular character. Yeah,
0: I get yeah. yeah, it's a little semantics. But she, her name appears in the titles. Okay. It's, yeah, it was just shocking to me. It's like, really, that was the, like, that must have been a case of bad budgetitis,
2: right? They're like, or they realized, or they they realized Patty Duke Aston was so terrible at Rosemary that, like, over (laughs) the weekend, they did an entire rewrite, 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 and they're going, and they said, we're going to, you're just going to do this scene, get on the bus, we'll pay you for all three episodes. Thank you. Thank you for your time.
0: Well, okay. You just brought up something I wanted to talk about. The fact that this movie was, is weirdly structured. It's definitely not a three act structure. And in fact, it's divided, but it is divided into three books. Yeah, right. First one is called the book of Rosemary. The title appears in the famous, you know, a font evocative of the title font for Rosemary's Baby. Second one is book of Adrian. Adrian. And the third yeah, yeah. one is the book of Andrew. Andrew. Yeah.
1: Yes. Right.
0: Just worth mentioning, because then we skip 20 years. Right. You skip 20 years. After Patty Duke rides off into the sunset. And uh, her son has aged 40 years in that time. Yes. (laughs) I was like, they don't
2: expect us to believe this is the same guy. He's had a a rough life.
1: He's the son of Satan.
2: Come on. (laughs) He's had her. He's had her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now he is staying, he is living with Aunt Margine. Yes. You know what? I didn't write it. Is it Margine's Castle Casino? Is that the name of yes. the business? I wrote okay. it down somewhere. Yeah, Castle okay. Casino. I, I she I, is I, not aged at all. She that is what? not aged. Tina oh, Louise is yeah. no, not aged. <laughs> it um, looks good. There you go. Basically, it opens up with. Adrian joyriding with his friend Peter. The cops pull him over and the friend Peter is behind the wheel and they ask for his license and they write him the ticket. And then Adrian gets out, turns around and says, you know, hey, thanks for covering for me. So basically yes. they switch they switch places after the cops pulled him over.
0: And yes. I, sure I definitely scr- read them as a couple, too. Like they're a couple. I read it that way, Hmm. right?
2: I mean, I I guess. I mean, I guess. I think there maybe there was some sort of underlying underlying homoerotic tension. I'm not sure. The friend Peter is a divinity school dropout. He talks Mm -hmm. a lot about Jesus and coming over to the good side. Yeah, he sucks. But maybe, but but maybe he (laughs) He maybe he was like. At one of those Pray the Gay Away camps, you know, as a kid. Yep. And
1: that was a tiny car if they switched seats. You know, the,
2: the, kinds yeah. of, the kind that, you know, Mike and Karen Pence run now, you know, maybe, maybe that's <laughs> – No, they don't you know, do not do they really run I, one of those? Uh, well, that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I like your story. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, but I do. So, Tim, you no. were pointing out the fact that it was a small car, so they must have gotten very intimate in switching seats like that. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. that's right. a tiny that's car the police same. pull over suddenly they're in the somebody other gave someone a yeah. lap dance i'm sure
2: yeah. i mean you couldn't you couldn't but you couldn't help yeah. but avoid it i mean you had to give someone a lap. he's dance. like it's so weird why does your car have two stick shifts <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and, so, uh, uh,
2: so so basically like, do you want to say something tim like we're not even letting tim talk in this go ahead tim you, you said <laughs> you're just chomping at the bit to get in here come on what do you want to say tim
1: I was just
0: going say. to say something. Don't just don't don't let us talk
1: over you. I was just, just say saying a- no, a- Tim, just Adrian's say this guy who's conflicted <laughs> and he doesn't know if he wants to be good or bad. And his friend thinks there's something up with them. And uh, that's our story structure. Tina yeah. Louise has an accent that comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sometimes didn't pick it's up. A little, you didn't even pick it up. Well,
2: well, you probably nah. fast
1: forwarded through the time sh- and you probably when you stopped, she wasn't using the accent because you probably I was looking to see if she dropped her top. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah so his birthday's coming up and he seems to dread it and i don't know why because uh,
2: because uh uncle roman and aunt minnie show up every year for his birthday that's probably why he's dreading yeah The real drag yeah so do they straight up say is he 30 because there's the line that uncle
0: roman has like the other one didn't come into his powers till he was 30 yeah Yeah. i guess so so. is this his
2: 30th birthday must be
0: Yep. he's man that guy needs to fucking grow up who stop riding around doing oh, joyriding with your friend Peter in the in the desert stop living with your mom go out and do something with your life well, you, know, not when your mom you know your when
2: you know you're gonna be the antichrist one day you really don't have to take a like a like but a he he job knows? like you don't have to take, like, he th- doesn't know <laughs> yeah he has <laughs> no, no fucking think, idea you he's know what d- I think the more I think about it I think he knows but i don't I think he realizes that he's not evil enough Hmm. you know how like some of most well, of us one could argue he's not evil at all that's what i'm saying you know most of yeah. most of m- mm. most people struggle with the fear that they are not good enough yeah. and this is a total 180 here's somebody who is expected to be evil and he feels that he is just he not feeling it you know he's not that evil
1: I think it was kind of evil because his his favorite song was Disco Duck.
2: Yeah, well, okay, there you go. Yeah. Well, of course that was one of the signs. That, along with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, are the sign of the end of times. You are right. Yes. Yes.
0: This was a pretty disco-y movie, which I wasn't expecting. Barely.
2: No well, cocaine. I mean, I, don't know. I thought the. Mo- I think th-
0: the- I would argue the biggest set piece. Is when he gets painted like a mime and like walks around doing a weird yes. dance for like ten no, minutes. He was painted like Bob Dylan. He
2: did that. No, my he was painted man. like Marcel Marceau, who was originally supposed who was originally supposed to play him in the movie. Oh really. <laughs> really? But they said
1: but well. More.
2: But you know, Marcel Marceau, you know, thinking, well, they're hiring me for my mime skills and never bothered learning the lines.
1: So, yeah, mm-hmm. so, like,
2: week one of filming, <laughs> oh, God, they had Marcel, Marcel, and they're like, okay, Marcel, let's run your lines. He's like, lines? And so they're like, oh, well, this isn't going to do, so they had to get this
1: kid in. And He's then, like, I feel boxed in by Satan.
2: Yeah, and then realizing, you know, that Patty Dukas wasn't cutting it, they had, to, they had to rewrite her parts and just send her on a bus. Yeah, there, there were a lot of problems plaguing this production. It was fraught with peril. It was fraught with peril. Anyway, so for some reason, they have Guy come. And the friend Peter recognizes Guy. He's like, why are we, you know. So basically, yeah, yeah. long story short, they paint, They put him in like this, I don't know, like this, Was what was it, a leotard? They paint him up in this mm-hmm. Marcel Marceau makeup. And he's basically hypnotizes everyone dancing and playing in the little... The music was kind of more late 60s than disco, but that's just my opinion. And You're probably right. Guy gets scared, runs away. Peter Peter cuts him off and says, you got to do something. you got to stop him. Uh, just before a bolt of lightning, had hit the power lines. There's a live wire on the ground. Guy picks it up, which is very dangerous, if you ask me. Yeah. But he do picks do it up and electrocutes Peter and kills him. And...
0: What snaps um, what snaps Adrian out of his satanic reverie is he looks over and sees Peter Holding in the sign of the cross glowing <laughs> right, against the window. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Electricity yep. is coursing through him. Yep. <laughs> this actor, I think his name is Stephen McHattie. Yes. He's in the movie Pontypool, which I recommend. Um, he spends most of this movie, the most of his performance, is staggering around like he's drunk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this entire scene, he staggers around like he's drunk. At the climax of the film, he staggers around like he's drunk. <laughs>
2: Well, you know I think he just got fucking loaded. When you get a call, you know, two days before you're supposed to show up on set, hey Marcel Marceau isn't working out. We need you here on Monday. They're like, just learn your lines and just stagger around like you're drunk. Well just
1: just learn your lines. Like, That's can, more than we got out of Marceau. Do. Pretend you're trapped in a glass box by Satan.
2: Yes. So then the third book is the book of Andrew. And Andrew wakes up with amnesia in a, in, a, I guess, a mental hospital.
1: He gets knocked out a lot. He gets he put does. under a lot. He trusts everyone. And next thing you know, he's poisoned. Right. He would. Yeah.
0: Actually, every fucking scene, every book ends with him being knocked out and yes. then waking up again.
1: Yeah. This movie. This movie eh. sucks. He wouldn't survive a day in uh, Mr. Cook's, <laughs> Mr. Cook's little town.
2: No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he'd have a big R <laughs> in a previous <laughs> he episode of Seti Bimko. Abby Ewing from Knott's Landing is the nurse named Ellen. But anyway, wait, what's her name? Ellen's the actress's it. name is Donna Mills. But she played Abby yeah. Ewing on Knott's Landing for years and years and years and years and years. <laughs> she was Gary's second. Husband. I saw
0: the cast and saw Donna Mills and thought it was Donna Summer and got really excited. Yeah. And then it was not. Yeah. And then I was very disappointed. Sorry, George.
1: But he he trusts her right away, just like you trust everyone.
0: He has no satanic Uh
1: power of, uh, of, uh, reading people. Right. And, uh, so
2: basically he, he senses that his name is Andrew and he's having these flashbacks. Yes. Yep. Anyway, he he, he gets out of his room and apparently like his little lanyard badge sets off an alarm and he goes running to the exit and these two orderlies like come up and, you know, as with standard psychiatric procedure in the mid 70s, they just like beat him to a pulp. I know how and, uh, The hospital. And uh, <laughs> then he wakes up again. He regains consciousness again. He, he's really hesitant to tell Ellen what he remembers about the cult. But long story short, she helps him get out. They go to this motel.
1: Um, turns into a porn. Gets, huh? It turns into a porn.
2: Uh, it turns into assault. I was tricked into
0: it's, slowing down here because I saw her take her top off.
2: It's no summer. It's no summer camp, Tim. But no. You know, but anyway, she gives him this uh, this this little bit of alcohol. She says that the guy in the convenience store said it was Greek, so I don't know if it was ouzo or anyway. She, basically, she drugs so, him and rapes him. And it turns yes. out she's a member of the cult. She gets right. impregnated by him, and.
0: Not just a member of the cult. She's the granddaughter of the uh, of the Castevets
2: or whatever the fuck. No, they, they, they tell. It. That's the story they give when they visit her in the hospital. She, uh, she's just a recruit. Okay. She's just a recruit. And she's yeah. in the hospital because because um, they get out. What's his name? And this car comes and is trying to hit Adrian. And she's just standing there with this stupid grin on her face. And then suddenly yeah. she realizes the car is heading for her, and she like starts putting up her hands like, no, no, turn the other way. Bam, gets hit by the car. Adrian slash Andrew takes off, and he's, like, walking on. I guess like, on this overpass or this road running parallel with a freeway, and he right, just right. kind of walks off into the night. And then he's staggering. Staggering again. He's a great staggerer in this movie. Nice yeah, got a good stagger. And then it, the film ends with Roman and Minnie sitting in the waiting room, They've told the hospital it's their granddaughter. She's going to be fine after the accident. It winds up being Ellen, and she is pregnant with Rosemary's grandbaby, I guess, (laughs) which would be the (laughs) third part of the trilogy. And so they basically have, like, wheeling her off to the delivery room, and then they run the end credits at the end. Good movie. Yeah, it was no she-devils-on-wheels, but, you know, it was... i enjoyed them Actually, more than this movie i was
0: barely being i it was from last week when we did she devils of wheels which was so awful right like i was watching this even though i like Crazy. upon reflection Wonderful. like not much happened this but this was like well put together this was an actual film right they tried i could have even seen this thing having a theatrical release maybe if it weren't so oddly structured
2: yeah, yeah. Eh. I think it still would have wound up on eh. television. though. I think it would have been in theaters for a mm-hmm. week, and they would have run it as the ABC
1: Friday night movie about six months later, and recoup their losses. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And since uh, since Tina Louise was in this and Gilgan's Island, you know what I uh-huh. what I was thinking? Oh, There's boy. a couple of ways that this movie is like Gilgan's Island. All right, let's hear him, Tim. <laughs>
0: He's so excited. I'm not sure. He's excited. so proud of what he's written here. Oh, he's rubbing his hands together. His thick sausage-like fingers rubbing together.
1: <laughs> now I can't stop it. So they, you may not know this, but they hired a priest for the set of Look What Happened to Rosemary's Baby because everyone was very nervous and frightened and on edge. And likewise, on the set of Gilligan's Island, they also did drugs with the priest. But bum.
2: <laughs> no, don't don't do anything, Tim. If you could work, if you could work in a cricket sound effect after that, when okay. you're editing, that would be awesome. Maybe you could do
0: like a little hey. pull this bit of audio and do like a little video to promote the podcast. Where it's just a like a,
1: a tumbleweed. Going yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen, and look what happened right. to Rosemary's yeah. Baby. They called uh-huh. Tina Louise's character a two-bit hooker. Uh-huh. But on Gilgan's Island, they called her character a two-coconut cooker. <laughs> you know you love it. <laughs> tr- uh, John is trying left. to pretend you're not laughing. John is actually just left. <laughs> All right. Got any more, Tim? Nope. He's got to have a
2: third one. You know, no, come on. You know you have another. Yeah, you have a third I love I yeah, you, you gotta- you know you're not going to stop at
1: two. No, I, I, I no. Was He's it. looking
2: at it. I can almost read it in the reflection <laughs> of no, his glasses. Know. <laughs> You're right. If you kind of squint, you look in the reflection <laughs> of his glasses on you know, I forgot. Island. Tina <laughs> Louise was,
1: I can't read anything else. <sighs> no, I was, what I was going to say, that he passes out so much. Uh huh. In this movie. Did you notice that? Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. The moment is passed. Is that your joke? He passes out more than Eric Trump at a glue-sniffing convention. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) He passes out more than Sam Peckinpah on the set of Convoy.
0: Uh, I didn't get the second one, but the Eric Trump thing was pretty funny. John
1: gets
2: it. I got it.
0: Do you, John? John, I was at at that
2: that glue-sniffing convention. That's the only
1: reason why I get it. (laughs) Sam Peckinpah was very drunk at the end of his career when he made Convoy. Is that all you wanted to say about it, John? Yeah, that's, that's it. basically a... it. time for revenge. <laughs> wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. Revenge. 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 One of us
2: will die. One of us will
1: die. I
0: will die. not, one I will one not of let Cindy
2: take oh, my place. I will have my revenge. Revenge. revenge.
1: Who would be on the cover of Play, Playboy Playgirl? Playboy right. or Playgirl cover. Who's going first? Because I'm, I'm going first. Because I didn't think of anything.
0: I'm going first. Okay. This is just speaking to when I was a little boy. I've talked on this show, this very show before, about my watching TV habits and how I really wouldn't watch very much live action TV. It was all cartoons. And I would watch the only like live action old shows I would watch were Adam's Family and Monsters and stuff. But there was one I i forgot to mention i would watch gilligan's island ah. and the main reason i would watch gilligan's island <sighs> was because of uh marianne and ginger because yeah. my, you know those ladies are pretty party sign yeah you should sigh because i don't have a good story <laughs> i just be like i'm just gonna say let's just put tina louise <laughs> on the cover of play girl
1: because
0: mm. mm. right? yeah. gender is just a construct you know like i don't know I don't know. I got nothing, guys. I I just got nothing. I got nothing. I watched this movie.
2: I don't really have anything except like kind of a story. And I think that um, Guy Woodhouse would be on the cover of Playgirl only because the actor who played him, George Maharis, actually appeared in Playgirl like three years earlier. what? When you made that kind of sad, hmm, I knew that you do some factoid like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, well, here's the And thing. I
0: agree. That was actually, what I was going to go with, because he was so oily. Yeah, well, he yeah. was so, so oily,
2: and he winds up, you know, getting electrocuted with all that oil. Um, but they kept the cover. <laughs> um, but no, so I was like, okay, so I'm like, you know, like, I just like go through, and I read like the cast members' biographies real quickly, and I see that he appeared in Playgirl. <laughs> And it said full nude, story. and I was like, "Well, I remember like the celebrity nudes in Playgirl, and they never like showed like there was never a frontal nudity. It was just basically like rear nudity. You know what I mean? Like they show their asses.
0: Yeah, Did you type but, it no, in? you
2: actually like, could George see is- you actually could see George McHarris's penis in the 1973 <laughs> issue. I was like, okay, okay. Let me, well, I'm looking it up now. George let is let looking c- it up. I can let tell me. Let me close this. Let me close out this window because I don't know what emails I'm going to be getting now. <laughs> What, what, YouTube, uh, what YouTube videos are going to start popping up now? I don't I yeah. could see his
0: pubic hair maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he might not have a penis. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, there it is. Yeah, there
1: it is. Is, is your computer downloaded like 1999 where the lines show up one by one? <laughs> yeah, I was no, I
0: was just—I was—I was scanning through all the Google images at once. I didn't want to commit to like just like. Here, I don't think that like, that guy had a very distinctive appearance, George Maharis. No. He just was kind of like vague looking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could have picked him out of a lineup, honestly. Yeah, he's yep. the guy you'd
2: meet in a gay bar, at, you know. On a Friday night. Would he, would he be like, you, I have
0: a boy, I mean, I have a girlfriend. I don't care if you're
2: not gay. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. No, you kill a knife. Shove him in the, in the wall. I mean, you're done. He wasn't unattractive. No, no. He had a good ripply,
0: hairless, oily chest in this movie. There if you go. Me it, what was what he was like homo-erotic.
1: it was very homoerotic. If he had robbed a convenience store and you asked me today, who was that? What he looked like? I really couldn't tell you. I'd be like, white guy.
0: Like he was naked.
1: Hit <laughs> um, oil. Tim, what's your?
0: Who's on the cover of Playgirl or Playboy oh in your
1: iteration of this? I'm gonna have to say uh, Adrian because he was getting drugged so much. I think they uh, just drugged him, and that's that's one of the times he woke up and he's just naked in front of cameras. He's like, "What? <laughs> They're well, like, trust <laughs> us. You're, you're oh, going to you know be a Playgirl."
0: <laughs> When he gets when he gets uh when he gets like raped by um, Donna Mills, mm-hmm. uh, she turns into like a bird lady for a second. Yeah, they have. The, oh.
2: He has like this. He's has he's like she's like a heartbeat. Yeah, he has like this uh, yeah. vision he's, or that hallucination weird. that he's like on a rock and she's yeah. And like they, there's like a close
0: up of like a really fake looking bird claw scratching him because there's the bit earlier mm-hmm. when like a bird attacks him. Like when he's when Peter's driving, oh, there's a whole weird bird thing in this movie. Yeah, I do not. Are you making that up? No, really? no, she was
1: she was seriously like a weird
0: bird oh, monster. She like that? was so one of the
1: cool one of the only not, cool things that happened in that movie, I miss it. Yeah. yeah she like have... well,
0: and by bird monster, she's like uh she had like I maybe glowing eyes and she just was covered with like black feathers everywhere. Hmm. She's like one of those dog boys, but with feathers instead of,
1: you know, hair. <laughs> right. Jojo the bird faced
0: girl. <laughs> I
1: have to trust you on this. Well, what about the revenge sequel movie?
0: Hmm. I'm going to not go first. My revenge
2: sequel movie, because, of course, there's the Book of Rosemary, there is the Book of Adrian, and there is the Book of Andrew, and the fourth one would be the Book of Ralph, as in Ralph Crampton, as in Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners, a character that was a bus driver. Now... The, 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 oh, we're getting the, somewhere. The, the, when the when the bus drives off and there's nobody driving it's actually the spirit of Ralph Cramden. Because Ralph Cramden had gone to prison for attempted murder. He beat Alice within an inch of her life. Oh. And he probably wouldn't have gotten any time if he hadn't, in his words, been in front of a jury with all those dames so anyway so he was he was doing time for attempted murder he was the he was the bitch of uh another inmate called big guido well basically one day ralph gets shanked in the prison yard and becomes a spirit and he is driving this bus from the afterlife anyway so adrian slash andrew is walking he's gotten out of los angeles because that's the last we saw of him walking out and he gets, a uh, bus stops to pick him up, and there's Rosemary still on the bus, and so then they start driving around, and then eventually you see Roman and Minnie on the side of the road with this baby carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really paying attention, that because Adrian's disguised as a bus driver, Um rosemary is has distracted the spirit of ralph cramden with a, like a raccoon salute or something like that and so anyway so adrian says to minnie and roman sorry you have to have exact change what well, they put the baby down while they're looking for the change adrian just pulls the bus out they fall off the bus he closes the door they take the girl they name her velvita <laughs> no, because I always said if I had a daughter, I would have named her Velveeta, just so I could say, Velveeta, wow. you get in this house now. Her full name would have been, <laughs> Vel- her, her full name would have been Velveeta Bougelet, But anyway, so anyway, so yeah, so they raise her and she's supposed to be Antichrist. And really the worst thing she ever does is she goes to an all girls Catholic school. And the worst thing she ever tells of the nuns is that her homework blew into the East River. Wait a second. Wait a second. To-
0: that's a reference to your previous episode, the Patty Duke thing. With yeah, that's stuff. right, or, my, no, mother's, that's your my
2: mother's story. <laughs> it's
0: your mom. Your mom is the Antichrist?
2: Well, It would explain a lot of what happened to us three boys, I guess. <laughs> this whole show makes sense now. <laughs> so anyway, so that's, that my, was a, revenge. that's my revenge <laughs> sequel. It was a long bus drive. Oh, don't even talk about long Timothy
1: Hamilton. why can... <laughs> A, a long, long bus year, let's drive. Hear,
2: let's hear yours to the
1: punchline. That's the long bus drive to the punchline. Oh, Tim. Tim! I'm making Tim. a joke. Tim.
2: People in, and I want People in glass houses, Tim. People in glass houses.
1: <laughs> I want to know <laughs> if, if uh, Ed Norton testified against Ralph. That's
2: what I want to <laughs> know. Boy. No, but Trexie did. Uh, That was a
1: good Ed Norton. (laughs)
2: Thank you. I can do that. And I can do Dana Carvey doing John Travolta. It's like the baby's talking, but he's really not talking because it's like Bruce Willis doing the talking. (laughs) That was
1: disturbing. Yeah. (laughs) So everyone, everyone Adrian Adrian wanted revenge against is dead by the end of this movie, he thinks. And, And Andrew, Adrian didn't know that that woman had his child, if I remember, right? He wasn't aware that she had a baby. He just walked off in the night. He thinks she's night. dead. Huh? In your sequel? In your sequel? He thinks she's dead. Yeah, he ran off. In your sequel? He beat up those police, ran off. So, uh, he kept a low profile as he was conflicted about his true nature, either being Satan's son or being good. He wanted to piss off his father, so he got a job in politics with the Gary Hart presidential campaign. and He's the one who told mm-hmm. Gary Hart to tell the press to follow him around and see how bored they'd be. And, uh, you know i don't know if you know how that worked out but they it was having an affair the, the press followed timely right yeah, very, very so uh he, he got he got fired for that <laughs>
2: that was great george what, what had, do you have no george, no no you are done, tim george what, is, what do you have george <laughs> What are you, i'm so curious tim, no, is, no, I'm I'm is there more tim i'm not no george what you he doing? must have read something so bad no. <laughs> wait for some more all right tim
1: then he thought uh, he'd the, really the piss kids off his in dad you're not gonna understand gary hart i'm just telling you that right now <laughs> well he thought he'd really piss off his dad and get a job with jimmy swagger it was adrian who told swagger to hang out with sex workers like jesus did and drive down the wrong side of the road but the public mm-hmm. just didn't understand and uh adrian got drugged by jim baker and passed out on the job Hmm. then adrian got a job with the team of mercenaries to go to paraguay and stop mangala from quoting hitler but this was all ploy the team of mercenaries were cult members and they drugged him then he ended up on the jerry springer show show he thought being on a cheesy afternoon show would piss off his dad but he was drugged by jerry and he woke up on stage face to face with his the nurse ellen was alive, and they'd done a DNA test on her kid, and it was his, and Satan's. There you go. Does <laughs> Satan This throw, movie ends Satan with Adrian being drugged and being tied up backstage at the Silent Gold TV show. They were all cult members. Credits rule. Oh, but the son, Ellen's son, their son, uh-huh. that kid grew up to be Alex Jones. There you go.
0: Did they say in the movie it was going to be a girl? <laughs>
2: Well, no, they didn't. that's why that's why I know you a girl,
0: yeah, well, Alex is a name that works both ways. What's all right <clears throat> so uh, the first movie, of course, based on the Iron eleven novel, is called Rosemary's Baby. This one is called "Look what Happened to Rosemary's Baby?" The sequel I'm going to propose is gonna be called "What the Fuck Ever Happened to Rosemary's Baby?" <clears throat> Okay. And the movie just kind of—we're just—it opens up. We're just kind of walking down a road. We're staggering down a road, somewhere in California, maybe. We're just looking. We don't know what's going on. Up ahead of us, we see an incredibly gaunt man. He's staggering, bearing this. He's painted like a mime. Turns out, that's Rosemary's baby. He's no longer going by Adrian. He's no longer going by Andrew. He's going by Aiden because you know that's just a cool name now yeah and actually my revenge show it's it's actually it's like a tv series on netflix and it's just him staggering from town to town and he meets different characters he has different adventures He's always one step ahead of the law, and the law in this instance is his dad, aka Satan. Mm-hmm. And Satan is the actual, the like the Satan, like not the Satan, the revenge part. Satan wants to revenge himself and just for on him for just being kind of a shitty son, who like lives with his mom until he's like thirty and dresses up as a mime and goes to bad discos and stuff. <laughs> Satan's like, you're really making me look bad. And so it's just him walking around and he has adventures, and uh, it runs for thirty-eight seasons. <laughs> It's, it's called Highway to Hell.
1: Yeah, it I sucks. Know. Yeah. Does he solve murders at least? Nah, no, nah, he causes them sometimes. Causes murders.
0: Yeah, remember like in like the eighties, because we're doing all timey references here, somebody put like, I think, poison or broken glass into aspirin?
1: Oh yeah, once, I think.
0: Yeah, it was fucking Aiden. He did that. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, and there there's one with. episode where he meets the Harlem Globetrotters, <laughs> and the Harlem Globetrotters is bitch the whole time that they didn't ever got to meet the real Ginger. And he's like, "Let me see a picture of this real Ginger." And he's like, "Is that my aunt?" But it, you know, she dies off camera. I don't even think she really died. I think she just went on to be in the cover
2: of Playgirl. True. There you go. Yep. Boy, you know what yep. I gotta say? This show is really starting to gel. I think we're really, <laughs> I think we're really, really finding our rhythm now.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the best episode
2: ever. It is. And getting, if you agree with it's us, it's getting better. If you are in us. Australia at
1: SETI BIMCO oh. with an E. Oh, I Tim, said, that's oh.
2: your
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on, Tim.
1: Write us the letter SETI BIMCO with the E at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. It's SETI BIMCO How with look an E at gmail.com. If you find SETI Bimco online, you'll find the email and we're on Instagram and that's it. Cause Twitter blew up and yeah, we are Facebook. on truth
2: social. We're trying to get on truth
1: social. We are. We are. <laughs> I did do that. And I forgot all about it. Cause no one's there. And George has a movie for us to watch.
0: I do. <laughs> and the movie, I actually, I'll be honest here, gentlemen. I came in with a completely different movie that I was going to have us watch. Uh-huh. But all this talk up front about Australia and our burgeoning <laughs> popularity in Australia inspired me to do what I consider a bold choice. Ooh. And for next week, we're going to watch, it's available on Tubi, The Howling Three.
2: Ooh.
0: Ooh. You might be like, what does this have to do with, uh, with uh, Australia? You know, I was just going to ask New <laughs> York Times
2: bestselling author. What does The Howling Three have to do with Australia that you read my mind? Well, in this you one, read my mind. they're not <laughs> they're not werewolves. They turn
0: into ardwolves, like they turn into Tasmanian wolves. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. so they're marsupials and it's literally a movie about marsupian werewolves. Oh, wow. Good,
2: mate. Yeah. So like you get get attacked by one werewolf and then another werewolf comes out of the pouch and attacks you and then another werewolf comes out of that pouch and attacks you. Ooh. And you think And they're good at boxing. Yeah. (laughs) Boxing. They drink fosters,
0: all that stuff. So Australia, all us listeners, all the listeners, this is for you. This is for you. And remember everybody, it's not the howling one, it's not the howling (laughs) two, it's not the howling four. It's probably not the howling five, which I'm not sure it got that far. It's uh it's the howling
1: Three. one two three but we are uh uh we have no mail we have no mail no. the podcast i didn't
0: receive any texts no text. this time
1: no texts all right well, we're done let's get another priest joke nope sure don't. tim write one real quick uh, no. a catholic priest walks into a bar he didn't realize his cell was so small
0: i got one i got one <laughs> All right, a rabbi that sucks by the way uh, <laughs> um a rabbi a priest and a minister walk into a bar and the bartender goes what is this a joke
1: yeah yeah good one that's, that's it a good one that's all i got that's a good one mate thank you um, thank you look forward to next week learning about the dna of these werewolves <laughs> did the werewolves kill any shepherd shepherds Shep Shep, Uh All right. Let's say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I'm gonna
0: hang up before it uploads.
1: This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line.
0: Well Every movie we watch in this, I just scan through it looking for bare breasts. And if I don't see him, I just watch the whole movie really quick and then I don't really see the movie. So you gotta slow me down with some boobs. Yeah. <laughs>